Howdy, I'm Paul Isaac Yoder, this is Author's Dozen, a podcast where I explore barriers to storytelling by writing one novel every month for 12 months. Please enjoy. There is a fourth objection. What if I'm committing to the wrong thing? Well, I hope you didn't skip the questioning part of squack. If you did question, maybe you just think that you're choosing the wrong thing. Maybe you're sick of all the work, but maybe you chase something with all your commitment and you get it and it sucks. Okay, sorry, you found out that your goal was dumb or impossible. No, it isn't dumb. All the commitment you learned, it wasn't wasted. It's a muscle you can use again and towards some worthy thing. So I'm finished. What do I do now that I finished the novel called Hollow? Well, first of all, it's definitely not finished. There's this old chair that my cousins carved out of a stump in the woods behind my grandfather's house. It was a chair. You could sit on it. That's about the extent of it. Hollow is a short novel. That's all I can say for it. Don't get me wrong. The 50K manuscript is kind of rad. From the first page to the last, it's got the bones of a dang good story. Let me pitch it to you. In a world where slaves look no different than their masters, Turner hopes to outgrow his humble beginnings to become a wolf rider like his long-lost father. Then his village vanishes into thin air. With hopes shattered and on the run from slave hunters, Turner seeks answers from his missing father. With the help of a peasant who thinks like a noble, an eccentric criminal, and giant beasts from unexplored continents, Turner finds a revolution brewing that promises justice for all and mercy for none. What was my original idea? It was something about the American Civil War. It's all gone. And what if I had committed to that? Well, it might have been a mistake. Hollow might be a mistake still, but for now, it took a month for right. For now, it's technically a novel and we can sit on it. Time to rest. I'm a little nervous about Hollow. I always love something right after I finish it. It's only years later that I found out how subpar it is. Right after a work is done, all you know is the work that it took to get here and all the good decisions you made along the way. Given time and distance, you'll begin to notice its flaws not because you've grown better, per se, but because you've grown. You are no longer the person who did all the hard work and who will defend it to the bitter end. You'll be able to approach the work as if someone else wrote it, as if it's something to fix, not something to be proud of. But take a minute to be proud. The reason I didn't write my American Civil War historical fiction epic is because I sat down, took a breather, and let it go for a while. I was able to approach the original idea not as some precious thing, but as a thing, as a tool. Take time to not do something before you figure out if you don't want to do it. I'll talk more about my book Hollow as the podcast goes on. I'll be doing a page-by-page commentary exclusive to patreon.com slash authors dozen you can unlock that and much more for the price of a cup of coffee per month unlike coffee my bonus content will rarely give you the runs that's the reason that i want to urge you to take days off it's not because you're tired i know a lot of people who love their work and unless somebody locked the door to their office they'd be in there 24 7 366 it's a leap year
Your days off are for rest, sure. They're also to pull your nose out of your work so that you can look around and see if there's something better to be putting your nose into. But isn't that dangerous? You whimper, wimpishly. Won't that lead to aimless tumbleweeding from one thing to the next, always knowing that there's something better and never satisfied? Did you know you can choose to be satisfied? Seriously, you think that you're the greatest person to ever walk the earth? No. Your significant other might choose to think so. Your parent or child or teachers or students might choose you to be the person that they are satisfied in, not because you're the greatest, but because you're good. I've chosen to write not because it's the greatest thing anybody can ever do, but because it's good. I've squawked, and I've found a comfy place to work. Even so, every day can't be spent on one thing. Parents and children and teachers and students need breaks from one another. Imagine a couple that could not be apart for even a second. How terrible for them. And for the rest of us. How boring. Take a day, a month, a week. Do something else than what you're doing if you can afford it. And that's it. The podcast is going to shift now away from the general advice stuff. I'm going to get more into the weeds of what I just wrote and what I'm about to write. We're going to take chances, make mistakes, and get messy, in the words of Miss Frizzle. And uh, yeah, that's, that's it. Enjoy, I guess. Or maybe I don't know how to end this, really. And just keep going. Bye.